Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's, that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lansing got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by a ghost. Not a ghost, he's back. It's the first time we've done a mic together since he's been back, but it's my boy Johnny Nani, and we are here to recap a White Sox winner over the Minnesota Twins 6-1. to one. Before we do that, be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap at ontapsportsnet. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. And if you need any White Sox gear, go to Grandstand by the ballpark. Check them out on social at Grandstand Sox or go to GrandstandSox.com. Johnny, we won the series against the Twins. Fuck the Twins, number one. Glad to be back with you today, buddy. You were on vacation for a week there. I didn't get to see you for a long time. We didn't do go – I can't even talk. I'm so excited. We didn't get to do post games because you were gone. And then you come back. And I think everybody should give you the credit for Adam Eaton not being here anymore. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, I came back and there was in in the one game that he played. I mean, I know he struck out a couple times earlier, but last night doing that with Tony, he did provide uh, one last insurance run uh, with the RBI single late for us there. So yeah, and then now today he's gone. So that, that's the news to start. And then the other thing is uh, title of the show: the Twins are dead, baby. Uh, they're dead. Yeah, that pod guy Duke, our guy Duke Coughlin. Stop, stop. They're already dead. Yeah, fifteen and a half back. I'd label them dead, and that goes back to Liam Hendricks' quote about, you know, he still holds resentment for them giving up on him is, you know, how he views it in his mind because he's a very competitive guy. And he said, you know, we can really step on their throats, use that terminology, and said make them, you know, really realize that they are totally sellers, this thing. If they would have, you know, swept both series against the Sox, they definitely have a little glimmer of hope there, and maybe they can piece it together. Nuh-uh. White Sox had none of that. Only dropped one of these games uh, that happened over these past two weeks between the Twins. Twins are dead, baby. White Sox take the series. I'm jacked up, Buzz. You're telling me that being 15 and a half back is not good. It's bad. It's, it's, it's fucking bad. It's good. bad. Okay. Some, some might say it's bad. Okay. It's fucking bad. When you're 15 and a half back, it's not good. It's bad. Okay. It's fucking fantastic shit. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, I'll i tell you what. We're going to get right into the news. We'll get into the game. We'll talk a little shit, right? But let's let's start with this news. Were you legit surprised about the Adam Eaton news today? Well, I mean, honestly, because, you know, I know I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it. I believe we had it in our group chat with Steve and Tony, you and I that I would like to see Jake Berger. I, I did not want to see him go down. I was like, man, I want him to get mm-hmm. some at-bats if he can, see if you know what we have in him for real, if this is if he could stay up here. Adam Eaton's not contributing anything. Gavin Sheets has a beautiful swing on him. Seems to have a pretty good eye on him. Leave him up here because he's going to contribute more than Adam Eaton can. Plus, Adam Eaton looks fucking hurt. He just still looks like yeah. just not right. So I was surprised because I didn't think it was going to happen because I wanted it, right? Were you surprised? 
Yeah, kind of same deal, Buzz. I was surprised, too. I think everybody kind of wanted it. That was the general consensus, I would say, outside maybe a few outliers within uh, White Sox fans that we at least talk to and congregate with, Buzz. Um, so I thought they were going to hang on to him a little bit, and two, because he also just came back from the injured list, like not too long ago. It was only a few days ago that he had just been activated off the injured list because he was there uh, with an ailment of his own, came back and obviously played uh, on Monday. Yeah, Monday, or excuse me, it was Tuesday night. Uh, he let off in that game there. Um, and then after that, even though in his last at bat there, gets the RBI single. I thought that might have bought him another few games or so or whatever. Um, but obviously, I also didn't know that Adam Engel was going to be ready. So I, that was a pleasant surprise that Adam Engel was back and he's ready to go and obviously looked good today. Stole a base. He got a double. He really lugged it out too. So that was good to see. Um, and then I thought, yeah, with the options that Berger had, I would have thought that they would have done that and, you know, not given up on their eight million dollar investment so to say um that they made in the offseason with Eaton but I'm glad they did I, I'm glad that we are kind of surprised about it Buzz uh because this is the right move and you get hot bats in the lineup and I also think Gavin Sheets plays a big part in that because he's a left-handed bat uh that, yes you know makes that expandable and obviously hits for much more power than Adam Eaton can right and I, I want to clarify real quick that we are not happy Adam Eaton lost his job we're just happy he's not on the team. I'm sure he'll get it's, picked up by somebody. I don't think that he – there's no way he's not going to get picked up. We're happy the White Sox have the best personnel group they possibly can while they are so beaten up. I think right. that's the underlying theme here. Right, absolutely. He will, I think, get picked up. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we can't tell the future, but I see him getting picked up for sure. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I was super excited because, you know, Jake Berger had a good game uh, at the plate today. And I was just really happy to see. I know Gavin Sheets has uh, cooled down off of off of that little hot start there that he had, but I'm not I'm not worried at all. Not worried at all. You know, he's a mm-hmm. young kid. He's gonna he's gonna take his lumps. You you can't bat 400 all year like everybody thought your mean Mercedes was going to do. So I mean, you know, these guys are gonna take their lumps a little bit here. But it's nice to see that we got guys with power in the lineup now. We needed a little bit more pop in this lineup because when the Sox hit home runs, Johnny, they win. Ball go far, team go far. Yes, it's a very simple formula, Buzz, and that's, you know, having those threats. You know, Jake Berger hit one high off the wall into right center today. If it's not at Minnesota, uh, maybe at guaranteed right field, that, that might have been his first career home run. Obviously, we've seen Gavin Sheets with some power already uh, hitting some doubles and home runs, a couple of them already his own, too. Um, and then, you know, Lurie hit one out, too, today, too. So we'll, we'll get into, you know, kind of the breakdown um, of how this game unfolded, but uh, to just underscore that once again ball go far team go far doesn't take rocket appliances to figure it out (laughs) (laughs) figure dude um fucking figure dude but yeah so i getting into the game today socks strike first and they start uh they strike first in the second inning top of the second inning there johnny now that was the lurie garcia home run where adam angle scored lurie garcia is on an absolute fucking terror and it's not it's been since June 5th when Nick Madrigal, June 6th when Nick Madrigal went mm-hmm. out. He has been like hitting over. I know a lot of people don't like batting average. He's hitting over 300, which is always cool and tough with a lot of at bats. Don't care mm-hmm. what anybody has to say about things. It's, it's good when you hit over 300 and you're batting every day in the fucking lineup, period. Um, he has been an absolute spark to this team, and I, I like what I'm seeing out of it. I mean, I. Obviously, we always knew what Lurie's role was here because every time he does something good, socks on tap, you on your Twitter at Nani Johnny or I post a goddamn picture of us, you know, smiling with the Lurie jersey because we yep. love Lurie Garcia. But, uh, dude, he's playing like an everyday player right now, and it's awesome because he, I guess, well, technically, I guess, Johnny, he 
he is an everyday player. Yeah, and Buzz, it's it's not just the average too. If you want to go further than that, I believe it was uh, our guy GD uh, who we you know have shouted out multiple times here. But he was the one that put together that little you know sort of stat pack of Larry Garcia since Dick Madrigal's absence, and um, obviously hitting for some more pop too. We saw the mammoth bomb from the right side at Detroit over the weekend, um, mm-hmm. and that would that would have been out with the old dimensions there, you know, yeah. where that like wall starts with the stands there where it was before they moved the walls in there. So we got all of that one. And he got all the one today. He absolutely pulled it down the line from the left side. And that's a tall wall uh, out in right field at mini uh, in Minneapolis there. Yeah. Uh, into that like kind of flower bed. He hit it over that thing. Um, it, it was no doubter. Uh, and that jumped the Sox uh, up to a 2-0 uh, lead here early on. Um, and you, you let the big fellow roll for a little bit after that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Lance Lynn, great game. Absolutely great game. I know you said that he had lost it. So I went bits and pieces with missing some of it, but trying to listen to the radio broadcast. So can you speak on Lance Lynn's performance today? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, overall it was six innings, four hits, one earned run, three walks, six strikeouts, a lot of guts and nuts like we're used to seeing. I love love that term. (laughs) Mass equals gas. I like to throw a little extra, you know, flair into the pitching line there because you can give the stats. But, yeah, lots of guts and nuts uh, and mass and gas. Yeah, that that was all going today for Lance Lynn. He did lose command a little bit, and that's where those walks, I don't think he was too happy with himself uh, losing some command in like that fourth and fifth inning there. But, the best thing about that is he was able to recover. And after he let up some of those walks, he comes back and fans too to end an inning there. Um, after, you know, got, some guys who got on with two outs, wasn't happy with himself, kind of, you know, cussing at himself as he usually does. I mean, I think he cusses at himself even when he does something good. But either way, he was doing that. And you could tell he was a little frustrated, taking a little more time in between pitches, but able to bring it back all together uh, and fan a couple of batters and get out of any situations that could have caused potential damage. Uh, Obviously only let up the one run um, and that came uh, in the bottom of the fourth and that was a Larnack leadoff home run. So that goes to show you that um, the, the he's, when you're talking about a tight situation uh, down the stretch at the end of the season, he's the guy you want in there. He is that veteran presence. He knows how to get it done. He knows how to get himself out of those issues. Um, and, you know, it's always electric when he does because he gives a big reaction. And I love it so much. If there's two guys I feel comfortable with, with the ball in their hand going up on the mound this year, I mean, it has to be Lance Lynn and Carlos Rodon. If you want to take a 1A, 1B in that scenario, more power to you. But, I mean, these guys are just absolutely clutch. When it matters the most, they get it done. And, I mean, I go. I know you guys did the game last night, you and Tony. And, of course, you know, I crashed out a little bit during it, you know, fading in and out. But I got to see the last pitch of Rodon digging deep and hitting 100 and just that primal scream, batting his chest, getting all hyped up. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, dude, I'm like, Tony has says, it, says this all the time, and he's not wrong. It's like this, this team just has it. And look at, I mean, look at Johnny, you listen to like sports talk radio in the morning or, or you listen to this podcast or the millions of other Sox podcasts that are out there. Everybody at one time, and we were guilty of it when all the injuries were piling up, like, we're like, Oh my God, like it's, it's derailing. Everything's derailing. This is bad. And not saying that we're out of the woods yet, you know, cause we're not, we still have a second half to play, but Holy shit. They just keep doing it. I, Johnny, one of my favorite players on this team right now, you're going to laugh your ass off. It's fucking being good. It's be good. Brian Goodwin is one of my favorite players on this team right now. Look at what you're getting from a guy like him or or defensive plays from Billy Hamilton or Lurie Garcia, like we were just talking about. Like, I mean, who's just been fantastic. It's amazing that when Jose Abreu isn't playing his best basketball, 
or basketball, baseball, and you have Tim Anderson, a lot of people are like, well, he's struggling here and there. It's like, well, you know, on-base percentage is pretty sexy. You know, uh, he's batting over, doing Tim Anderson things, batting over 300. I, but he's not – the pop hasn't been there as much this year, and he's had some down spots. But what we're getting out of these guys is just – I know I know we're, we're covering this game, but even this game, it's mad, you, you need mm-hmm. to win it, Johnny. It's fucking magical. I, I don't even know how else yeah, to explain it. it. It's, it, it when you say it, I think we can start to attribute at least synonyms to it. I don't think we can ever nail out a full definition of what it is and this team having it when we say that because uh, it also is just kind of a fun you know shtick that we have running here on the show. Uh, but it, it's resilience. It's next man up. Uh, and it's pick each other up too. Uh, it's okay. This guy goes down, bro. I got you. You know, you, you get better. You, you know, we, we saw you as Monty Grandal watching the boys today, uh, on his posted on his Instagram story saying that, you know, he, he's, uh, he had surgery, but you know, I'm going to be back. He says, you know, second half is the fun half. I'm going to be back. He says, let's go boys. He's cheering them on from home. They say, you know what? We're going to pick you up and we're going to get it done with the team effort today. That's exactly what they did. And that's the essence of uh, the 2021 White Sox so far. And uh, another thing of it uh, that we're talking about here, I've said it uh, amongst, I actually have uh, with uh, our guy, Andrew Kinsler and uh, one of uh, his uh, cousins too. Uh, We have a group text and we called it at the beginning of the season feels like Oh five. And now it really does because you're getting some of these kind of no name, so to say players, not star players not heavy headline players uh they're not going to be in the you know mlb's social media feed every single day uh like some other teams have uh but they're stepping up they're getting the job done and you can see it in the results uh, where the white Sox are you know freaking eight games up first place here in the al central that is cool and tough buzz it's absolutely amazing and again i don't i don't want to misquote myself here but i know cleveland lost both i think they lost both games and to their double header today so got, that put us up eight today is eight they, games they got no hit in the second half of that so technically not a <laughs> complete no hitter but yeah it's the third time the indians have not recorded That's a hit great. in a game <laughs> obviously one against us with Rodon against wade miley at the reds and uh um, you know, uh, with uh, the Rays today, they threw like five pitchers out there too across the seven innings. So the Indians are struggling bad right now. They're on a, you know, was that now almost 10 game That's, losing streak? I, I believe say so. so. I'll get it for you right now. They're one and nine in their last 10. Yikes. Yikes. One and nine in their last well, 10. Good, I mean, good for us. Yikes for them. <laughs> the only team I don't think we gained any ground on is Detroit. Everybody else we gave, uh, we've uh, gained great, uh, gained. Um, space on because Detroit is actually seven and three in their last 10. So that that's the only thing there. I mean, they're far back. They're 11 and a half. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, you have to panic or anything. We just didn't gain any, uh, gaining, you know, more spots on them, but Hey man, I'll yeah. take being up eight games on fucking Cleveland right now. I mean, this is again, I know they're banged up too. I, I understand it, but this, this is absolutely amazing. And yeah. it's pretty fucking hilarious that they've got no hit three times this year. How much do you got to suck for that to happen? Yeah, it, it's pretty hilarious, too. And just kind of goes to show you the uh, impotency of Cleveland's offense. Uh, it can happen that frequently uh, that it's happening to them right now. A um, couple other notes from this game I want to touch on, Buzz. Yeah, Tim Anderson, uh, you know, you talked about, you know, the OBP looking sexy. Hey, that'll help it today. A four for four day with a walk. Lurie Garcia was just a double short of the cycle. Um, this is awesome shit. You love to see this. And I love seeing different guys string it together because yeah, the long ball to start it off. That's cool, but you're getting an RBI double from Timmy uh, in the top of the fifth. You're getting a Garcia RBI triple uh, in the top of the sixth, and then Berger following that up, bringing him home with an RBI double. Um, and then they would even add on another one. The guy you just talked about, Brian Goodwin uh, with an RBI single in the top of the seventh, that, that would be all of the scoring for the Sox today. But I love being able to string that together and get, 
offense from multiple places because uh, it just shows you that even with all the injuries that they have, they could still be a complete team. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love I love what I'm getting from all these guys. I mean, Billy Hamilton from the right side of the plate too, huh? Two hits today? I like it. I, Johnny, yeah, I just, he, I'm, I'm happy with everything that everybody's doing. I mean, I, I, I of course it could be better, but you, you have to think at this point is going to piss a lot of people off that LaRusse is putting these guys in good positions to win. I know these guys have stepped up a lot. He's not playing the game for them, but it just mm-hmm. seems like they had a lot of fun today. And I think he had a lot of fun in the dugout from every video I'm seeing here on Twitter. Yeah, so uh, just uh, on that note uh, with, with that, I think the, they're they're all coming together more as it goes along. They're meshing, they're gelling, uh, they're having more fun in the clubhouse, obviously. Um, you're seeing it in, on the field, too. You see stuff like Billy Hamilton's catch last night and the reactions you see uh, after Timmy made that nice jumping catch today, Lance yeah, and him sweet. having a little exchange, and he's saying, no, he's only got a little elevation. He's only got a little bit of hops, and, you know, Timmy made a funny comment about that in the post-game interview, too. So, yeah, uh, it's all, you know, all the uh, kind of drama that happened in the middle of May, uh, they've seemed to put that in the past and be able to work past that and uh, be on the same track of, hey, we're here to win ball games. We're going to have some fun doing it. Absolutely. The only thing I know, I'm, I'm not trying to ask for a lot more, but the only thing I really want to see is when Makata's back in the lineup and Timmy, I just, I want to see them go deep. Uh, I, I do. I, I we got it. Oh, yeah. it it's been I mean, over a month. It's been a month and some change well, since we've gotten a home run there. We just want to see fireworks. We love fireworks. Hey, we fucking love fireworks. Yeah. I just, and that's the only thing I want to see because home runs lead to wins. But anything else, I can't be mad. Tim Anderson's batting like 460 in the month of July. I know it's only been six or seven games, but that's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, one other comment from the offense here today was Adam Angle. We talked about him coming back uh, two for four today uh, for him. You like to see that. And the hamstring looked great, Buzz. Um, There was a double out to left field, and it was kind of a maybe for a bigger guy. Would not have been a double. You might have, you know, taken a big turn but held up at first. But we know Adam Angle has a speed. So, you know, you're concerned after he had the long hamstring thing from spring training through the first couple months of the season. Came back for a little bit, like 10 games, played well during that, but had to go back to due to that same hamstring injury. You're like, ah, how's it going to hold up? Man, he looked like he was flying out of the box, flying around the bases. He also stole a base. Uh, Still third base. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it looked good today, and that was a positive sign for me. Um, other than that, the only thing I was going to get to is a bullpen here, um, and that was Ryan Burr, one, two, three inning in the seventh. Uh, Burr, Cody Hoyer in to start the eighth. Uh, he gave up. He gave up a couple bloop singles. So you know, I think he's getting a little bit unlucky. But I will say the stuff he did have to come out because there was two big lefties coming up in the lineup in uh, Kepler and Kirloff. So they went to Crochet after that, who was able to lock it down. Had an absolutely nasty slider in there too. But back to Cody Hoyer real quick. Stuff did look better. Command looked better. I think he only threw like two, three or four balls max uh, in the time that he was in there. So. Um, Hopefully he gets a little bit better luck next time. Yeah, John, um, you're right. He threw only uh, he actually only threw two balls. Yeah, he had and, 11 pitches and nine of them were strikes. Yeah. So other than that, Crochet locked that inning down, came in, got those two outs he needed to. A big strikeout, a nasty slider, just a you know Cleveland Brown voice. Oh, that's nasty. That's it nice. was. It was disgusting. The break was like you know like we seen at the beginning of the year and last year. Uh, and then Ruiz uh, one two three inning to close down in the ninth and uh, Sox win six one. Buzz uh, feeling great and we got an off day uh, heading into the weekend here. Oh yeah, no, uh, and the Sox need it. You know, even though we are we're coming off two wins in a row here, Sox need it. Rest up. Let's get through this series on the weekend with Baltimore and enter in a nice week off with the, with the All Star break coming up here. You know, I mean, it's gonna that's very crucial for the White Sox. Heal up any nagging injuries that Jose Abreu might have that he could just kind of rest up. Mankata, who 
always seems to have something going on with him. Not saying he's not tough or anything. I'm just saying he's always got something and he's coming off a little bit of an injury. So get him to rest a little bit, you know, and, and just going back to the Adam angle thing real quick, before we start moving even more forward, John, you think they got rid of Eaton because they talked to, or yeah, got rid of Eaton because they talked to angle and like, you know, no angles, probably fully healthy. Now, do you think that, that had anything to contribute to that? Cause you know, when he I, came off the IL at first, he looked all right, but he kind of looked a little, maybe not, Adam English, and then now they must be confident, right? Because of no chance they DFA Eaton if if he's not a hundred and ten percent okay. Yeah, it was definitely a factor, Buzz. I would yeah. I would go to say. That. I mean, also I can't confirm that. I can't go yeah, and say. Yeah, I was, it's I, just an opinion based. I listened. Thing. I listened to the conversation. No, but I would. You know, they probably have to check in on all fronts there. Make sure the guy that they're getting back is actually going to stick around uh, for a yeah. little bit here, uh, barring some you know ridiculous unforeseen circumstance that happens and uh, results in another injury for him. But I'm sure they had him uh, tested out and see what that was looking like there. And then, like I said, the factors before too. You got Gavin Sheets up now, a uh, guy that's hitting hot right now. Now, Jake Berger, who had a couple today, uh, don't want to send him down. Uh, yeah. Keep your hot bats in the lineup. So I'm sure all those played a factor in it. And Brian Goodwin's continued uh, production, too, because that offers another outfield, uh, you know, a lefty bat uh, that can do that, too. So I think all those things uh, went into the decision-making behind the Adam Eaton DFA. Right. Yeah, see, I was just I was just curious on what you thought of that, just because I was sitting there thinking about it. I know we have Goodwin and Hamilton and everything like that, but Hamilton's done, you know, a couple stints on the IL this year too for us, you know. Um, so I was just like, man, I wonder if he's fully healthy where he's ready to rock and roll. But yeah, no, I mean, I guess now we like I said, we can move forward. We're gonna get some rest after this Baltimore series. Have a nice day off tomorrow. Um where where, where are we going now, Johnny? Are we gonna go Baltimore series? Are we gonna yep. start to preview that here? Yeah, let's do it. All right, well, what, what the hell's going on on Friday then? Yeah, Friday night will be Diamond Dallas Keuchel. Uh, he'll take the mound against Jorge Lopez for the O's. Uh, you know, Buzz, I know wins and losses aren't the end-all be-all, and we've kind of moved past that as evaluating pitcher stats here. But still, when you see something glaring, I think I need to point it out. He's 2-11, 6.02 ERA, 77 Ks on the year. 2-11. I know the Baltimore Orioles are a rebuilding team. That happens. Like, you're going to have, you know, they have a bad record last in the AL East. You're playing tough teams out there within your division. I understand it. But, man, (laughs) 11 losses piled up as a starter. That's rough. That means you're taking your lumps and you are, you know, eating some innings for your team uh, in a year where they just need it, guys, to get through. So I hope the White Sox continue that, hang another one on them, and make it two and twelve here. Make that a ten, uh, ten, ten, uh, you know, uh, differential there. Oh, absolutely. I, I hope they. T- I want to beat the shit out of a team. We should beat the shit out of Johnny. Twenty-eight and fifty-seven is what Baltimore is. They're thirteen and twenty-six at home. White Sox have been performing Ooh. pretty decent against uh, right-handed pitching recently, which is kind of funny uh, because we were always talking about the, uh, them dominating lefties, right? Um, you know, but I- I'll tell you, there's a there's a couple good sleepers on that on that fucking uh, Baltimore team. You have Cedric Mullins and Trey Mancini. I like those guys a lot. I actually wrote an article was that like a month ago, uh, like saying that I'd like to trade for one of those two when we were going through all that shit. Because I mean, Baltimore sucks. Why would they want them? You yeah, know, we, we, we need power in our bat. I mean, they suck anyway. <laughs> yeah, but Mullins is for sure staying around there. He is a building block. Yeah, he got to have them. That would be like, you know, other teams inquiring about Mancata in like 2019 when we weren't, you know, right at the contending status there. So Yeah, but we yeah, know Baltimore I, is going to continue to suck because Baltimore always sucks. So sorry, not <laughs> fuck. Sorry, not fucking sorry. But yeah, um, yeah no, I, I, I like those two guys. But no, they have, like I said, they have dangerous, uh, dangerous guys on their team, but. 
I don't know, man. Socks are socks are looking good. They're looking fresh. Off day. Rest. Dallas Keuchel. I know he hasn't been. Uh, but he's been a little controversial this year with some mm-hmm. statements he's made and stuff like that, which I'm. I don't really care to break down uh, so much, but I mean, he's still not bad. I mean, you know, six and three for uh, Diamond Dallas, four point four eight ERA. He's pitched ninety and a third. He's let up ninety six hits and uh, struck out fifty five. You know, let up twelve long balls. So hopefully, you know, he can come out against this team that's obviously struggling and take advantage of him, get that confidence built back up, and help the White Sox pick up a dub. Yeah, uh, so what I'm looking forward to here for the series, Buzz, I really will be watching intently on Friday. I mean, I watch every game pretty intently, (laughs) to be honest. But what I will be watching for on Friday night is Dallas Keuchel. And, you know, like you said, a couple rough outings uh, here in the last uh, go of it for him, Uh, especially kind of started with that Houston one. But before that, I go back to before that, against the Rays and the Blue Jays, two really solid teams that we played back at home in the middle of June. Uh, He had some very nice outings against those teams. So I want him to get back to that status and you know i know it's not the same quality competition so don't pitch down to him but do some bum slaying out there get your confidence up go into the break rest up relax reset he ain't going to the all-star game you know go and enjoy go enjoy your break come back refreshed and let's get more of those starts then after the break and string those together a little more consistently because that makes this team and staff even deadlier uh, than it already is no i absolutely agree absolutely agree man uh pick to click on on friday yeah, I went with Gavin Sheets today. Uh, that, that one didn't completely pan out. But uh, if I'm looking at this, I mean, it's easy after the guy went four for four. But I think I am going to go with Tim Anderson there. I uh, would, would imagine he's in the lineup. You know, they gave him the off day on Tuesday, played today, but responded very well to that. They're going to have another a whole team's going to have another off day tomorrow. Um, but I'll, I'll go with Timmy. This draws stirs a drink at the top. I think you can see that uh, come into full effect. And he, uh, he, he could prey on a pitcher like uh, Jorge Lopez, even though it is a righty righty matchup. I still have confidence uh, in our guy, TA7. So I'm going to go with him. How about you? I went with TA today. Uh, I'm very happy with that pick. That was I'm a great going, pick. You I'm, won. I'm, you won. <laughs> Woo! I very rarely win because I always choose like fucking, you know, like I'll choose the Billy Hamilton when he goes 0 for 4 or some shit like <laughs> yeah. that. I, you know, I very rarely win. But I'm going to go Mankata on Friday. He's hit one out of the ballpark, Johnny. Mm. Friday. That is, a, that is that is a pretty sight to see someone hitting it out to right field at Camden Yards there because you got the warehouse. You behind exactly there. knew yeah. what I was talking about. Love yeah, that. dude, yes. I, I love that. And you want to see a pull shot, you know, from Mankata from the left side. Obviously, we'll be batting on that side, um, at least to start uh, with the righty on the mound. So, yeah, I, I love that pick too, Buzz. And I'd like to see it. We do need some power injection there. Uh, you want to see it from. I mean, all of our power hitters, uh, Mankata, Anderson. Anderson, should I would like to see him, too, even if he just goes left field with it. Um, I'd like to see him do that. But, yeah, Mankata can get himself back into a little bit of a more confident place here um, playing against the Orioles this weekend. I like it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't really know what else much I have. I, I do want to, like, give you, like, a little – I don't know if it's a meatball or a tinfoil. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Let's go. The fun stuff's time. Let's go. The White Sox start going on a run when Jake Berger starts uh, playing second base every day, and they string uh, seven wins in a row or some shit like that with having Makata at third and Jake Berger at second. Bring that big bat in the lineup. Look, Johnny, you said it yourself today. He, if that's a home run almost anywhere else. Yes. Fucking home run almost anywhere else. He almost had his first one today. He is putting that bat on the ball. This guy can hit. He's a first round draft pick for a reason. I, I obviously Danny Mendick. I, I do like Danny Mendick. All right. I do. Danny Mendick's been good for us. We I think you and I both like Danny Mendick. But great in the field. I want to see a power bat in this lineup. First round former draft pick. A redemption story. Nothing writes itself better than a guy coming up when everybody else is getting hurt and fucking mashing and helping his team achieve the ultimate goal. 
Yes, I, I love that too because that's you know we talked about earlier. Uh, part of the reason for DFAing at a meet is keeping these hot bats and you know your best potential uh, for success uh, in the lineup every day, and that will add to it if Jake Berger can stay uh, hot and Yohan Moncada starts to pick it up. Yeah, uh, you're talking about some uh, more pop uh, in the middle of that lineup. So I like it. Yeah, that is good. I wouldn't even call it consider that too meatball, but I think it's also we haven't really seen Jake Berger there uh, at second base, so I think we'll, we'll air that a little bit more. Two tin, we'll flex that a bit in between meatball and tinfoil. How's that? Um, I like it. I like it. So it's, a, yeah. it's a meatball. Maybe it's ground beef sitting in tin. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, right. for sure. I, I like that. Um, all right. Uh, my, I don't have any meatball or tinfoil today, but I will go with a uh, cool shit we saw in White Sox land. I like this one because it's kind of, you can just uh, observe things. Uh, Lance Lynn, just mannerisms. I know we talked about it with Liam Hendricks and Carlos Rodon last night, but man, uh, I love the emotion of him coming off the field and talking to himself and swearing and all of that stuff. We've seen all of the clips, the, you know, UF and pussy and the, you know, this and that uh, with the John Boy video breakdowns, which are great. Uh, but he, he did it again today. Uh, you love to see it, um, even though it's like, you know, it, it doesn't seem like, oh, it's not as big of a crowd. It's a day game and away game. Is he going to be like that, like hyped up? No, that's just how he is all the time. I love it. Uh, he loves the South Side. Feels like a South Sider, looks like a South Sider. So I love that. Uh, and then the little exchange he had with uh, Tim Anderson, too. Um, that was cool, too. The, the the jumps, you know, just got a little bit of hops. I like to see him having some fun banter between uh, the guys, and you can see it uh, in front of the cameras. Because obviously, I'm sure there's plenty more that goes on behind the scenes in the locker room, but it's fun when fans can engage in that, too, and we can enjoy it and see that in front of our eyes, Buzz. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I guess, like, can I do a same uh, shameless self plug here? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, a cool thing that gained some traction—not a ton of traction, obviously, but a, a decent amount of traction for me—was the tweet that I called out Billy Hamilton on today. This guy wants to play <laughs> slip. Yes. He, he, yeah, he wants to play fucking slip and slide games, Johnny. I'm the king of the mud slip and slide. Okay, I there's not. I didn't just get cuts all over my goddamn chest for fun. Well, I actually, I, I did do that for fun, but I also wanted to wear the crown of the slip and slide guy. So that was some cool shit that I saw in White Sox land yes. that people want to get a contest going with me and Billy Hamilton. And full, like, you know, full disclosure, I know he will run way faster and slide farther than me, but I guarantee I can do it drunker than he does. So <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> That's that's what I got, Johnny. That's yeah, what I got. yeah, exactly. Too. Uh, that 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 was hilarious. Yeah, you know, with the tailgate, the video of you at the tailgate from uh, that Saturday, uh, big one that we threw out there, and then uh, yeah, Billy Hamilton's catch last night. That's I think what initiated it there too. So um, I, I like that buzz. I would love to see a contest like that. I mean, he, like I said, you can go to the All Star Game. Come on, come on, come on now. Let's uh, let's have a little, uh, slip and slide contest. I'm all for it. I'm I'm totally ready for it too. I'm gonna if he responds and he says he's down, I will start my training immediately which is uh 12 verse of miller light and i gotta get uh tony's wife jen to make a bunch of jello shots because that's <laughs> that that's how i went as far last time yeah 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 he, he had some he had some good uh, lubrication uh, i did, yeah, bo- I did. Bo- both uh physically uh on the ground obviously it was a uh, pretty damn wet <laughs> day a lot of mud there oh, uh, yeah. in front of lot b and then uh, obviously on the insides too you gotta have that going because that'll, that'll give you the uh the confidence and the uh uh kind of uh you know carefree attitude that you need to do that and really extend i like that <laughs> absolutely absolutely so yeah that's uh i think that's all i really got johnny 
Yeah, Buzz, I don't have too much else. Uh, let's just keep focus this weekend. They don't let this thing slip. I know the Tigers are a better team than the Orioles, but I was disappointed when they lost. Um, yeah, they lost that series to the Tigers last weekend. Um, I just don't don't like doing that against teams that you should beat. We talk about that beating the teams that you should beat all the time. That's how you built this lead that you have. You know, step on some throats here. Like this is this is where this is the real deal. It's different this year. Uh, feels like oh five. Let's go. Let's go on a run. Let's stomp these guys. Get a sweep. Go into the All Star break. Rest up. Have all your relaxation and your fun. Then you got you know plenty of days to do it there uh, with the All Star game festivities and a couple off days uh, before and after that. So um, and then when you come back, you're gonna have a tough test uh, with the Houston Astros coming to town. So um, take care of business before and let's set ourselves up well. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, oh man, I, I I had one more thing that just popped in my head and then it just disappeared because I'm all excited now. I don't I don't even fucking remember what I was going to say, Johnny. At, at this point, I just want to pick up a dub on Friday, keep this thing rolling in the All Star break, like you said, and 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 go forward to the playoffs because that's all that I have in my vision right now. Honestly, is the postseason and getting guys like Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert and these guys back, like and and Yasmani Grandal. Oh, also, we forgot he got surgery. Yes. That was. Did we say that already? I I kind of mentioned it in passing okay, when I was talking did. about the. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the official still update timetable, correct? Uh, they they said they're going to release a timetable in the future, an updated oh. one. Um, so that's what I was going back to though. Just really quick, he did post on it. Like I'd said earlier, I was just talking about kind of like the camaraderie and the guys coming yes. together and supporting each other and all that stuff. That's where it went off with the Osmati Grandal thing, but it was on his Instagram story today. Um, and it was, you know, a picture of his left leg propped up all wrapped up. He's got the brace around it. So that was post-surgery, but this was, he posted that before the update came out from the white Sox that he had. So it looked like it could have just been, you know, stabilizing it from, you know, whatever. Uh, But obviously the update came out later. Either way though, on that, he had said, you know, the second half is the fun half. You best believe I'll be back. Something, something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing here. He said, and he says, if you don't believe me, just watch. So um, he, he, he believes it. And the white Sox official press release, they said the doctors believe he'll return at some point during the 2021 regular season. So that's all we have officially timeline to come in the future. That's all. Okay. Well, that's good news. So I guess we should leave on the good news. You got anything else, Johnny? You want me to lead this thing out? Go ahead and lead it out, Buzz. Everybody be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five-star rating and review because it's cool and tough. Check out Grandstand if you're by the ballpark. Get some White Sox gear or follow them on socials at Grandstand Socks or go to GrandstandSocks.com. We'll be back Friday after the Sox obliterate the Baltimore Orioles. White Sox forever. White Sox forever.